welcome to another episode of the casually Se- casually serious podcast we have another special guest with us amir khan <laughs> from our school <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like i mentioned before it's exciting to see a lot of our batchmates doing different cool things in different universities across the world and different corners of the world yeah. like um and this time we have somebody with us from oceania i would like to mention it oceania cuz it sounds a lot more cooler but anyway <laughs> he's from australia and then he's pursuing his uh, he's pursuing his undergrad in australia right now and uh, yeah i think uh, there are a lot more cool things to share about uh, amir but i think uh, let's begin with him introducing himself so, yeah <laughs> Um hey everyone watching. Actually you put me on a spot here man. <laughs> yes, yeah, so of course my name is Amir Khan. I am from Mumbai. Even though I was born in Delhi, I just say I'm from Mumbai. Yeah. It's like it's cooler to say. <laughs> More of a Mumbai person than anything. And yeah, I'm Great. 20 years old. I am doing my bachelor's in international business and economics at QUT. Okay. Brisbane, Australia, and yeah, I'm super excited to see what these guys have for me here. And yeah, congrats right. to these two again. <laughs> I've said it like three, four times now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. It's, it's awesome to see like someone from my school like do a podcast. Hope you guys make it super big and mad. You know, <laughs> after this episode, we'll definitely excel. I feel. Yeah, man. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is this is the benchmark now. <laughs> you got Amir Khan on your show like Absolutely. what else <laughs> <laughs> right. but um yeah. uh give us give us a little background of your school and then your transition uh coming to Australia a little a little background of that and definitely your very which state or which place are you studying right now yeah um so in school like what do you want me to say how what my journey was like, <laughs> what kind of student i was and all that maybe maybe just uh, maybe just the take away from school that uh, you learned and then you applied into your college life maybe yeah, i think I mean, fair so- i think a fair explanation would be what connected the dots for you to join australia i mean uh, to move to australia for your undergrad undergraduate studies and you know what were the dots that connected to you know leading up to there yeah yeah um so first of all like um i think my like my ideal choice to do uni after school was definitely i i was leaning always towards not doing it in india even my parents were like yeah just don't don't do it there you got to gain a sense of independence and stuff as well i was like not independent at all man i was like yeah totally like i had i didn't know anything like oh. nothing i couldn't even make my bed properly and all that was that bad at like 17 16 mm-hmm. um, um so definitely yeah i've come way way too far from like the first time i moved out uh, but yeah uh that was one of the big things that even in myself i was like yeah i want to you know go and live by myself be independent and you know work for like not you know work for for my life essentially like i'm working now as well at such a young age and everything it's incredible i don't think i would have had the same opportunities if i was with my family or if i was in india per se mm-hmm. so 
definitely going abroad, like especially in a different society, either it's like Southeast Asian, nothing was just pretty popular or like Western society. It is definitely different. I wouldn't, I, it depends on person to person, but for me, it was definitely a step up. And right. coming to Australia was probably the best, best decision. <laughs> if like when you put in COVID, the whole COVID situation, this is like the place to be. I was considering moving to like America, like England and like Canada as well. Thank God I didn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, though, like especially the, the US, though, they had like so bad COVID and everything. And I got super lucky from the decision. So you, you anticipated the COVID before it actually happened, no? Yeah, man. Look at that, my guy. <laughs> I always knew it in my gut. You know, I gotta go to Australia. But it's it's nice to see. It's nice. It's nice to see someone so proud about the decision they picked early on. Yeah. Because there's there's always something. At least me personally, you know, and I'm sure Abhinav would have one or two things he would have done a little differently um, in in picking the college or picking the location or picking the country wherever you would like to go uh, to pursue yeah. with your bachelor degree. You know. But uh, how has Australia doing for you? Is it, is, it, is it good in terms of education for you? Did you expect oh, and did you achieve the same thing? I mean, I, I, when I was coming here, I didn't really know what to expect because the, the educational system is so like, extremely different to that of India or like, the Indian CPSC, ICSC system. Um, when I first came, and I think I was I was pretty late for my I missed a few of my orientation classes and stuff. So when I first enrolled into my classes, um, I'm basically like for my whole week, my schedule was just I had I had to go to uni like three days in a week, mm-hmm. and my lectures were like two hours long, and then I had a tutor it was one hour. There was basically no study. I had so much free time. And I'm like, yo, well, what is this? <laughs> is this all the study I'm going to be doing? <laughs> that was definitely a shock because in school and what I've heard from like unis in India and stuff, they're like, it follows the same school structure. You're like morning, you go to uni and just classes to classes to classes till evening or afternoon. But mm-hmm. here it's super, it's like, it's all up to, up to the person themselves, like the student, you know, you got to put the effort and you got to study. And this, the whole education system here is extremely work integrated. Even in school, like people start working here from the ages of like 14, 15. Okay. And it's crazy. Like, yeah. So it's super work integrated. Everyone's working. Everyone's earning their own money. Like over here, like if you're living with your parents, parents charge their kids rent and stuff. That's definitely Ooh. something super. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy when I heard it the first time. I was like, damn, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. something super different. But I, I think it's really cool, actually. Like get, gaining that sense of independence, getting your own money, Absolutely. being your own person. So mm-hmm. that's something I really like about Australia. And again, even the education system here, it's not like I think back home. Like I've, I've, um, like my days at ism i think i learned a lot especially like from specific teachers like doyson sir mm-hmm. um, for economic he was like one of my inspirations yeah, shout out to him we'll we'll add, we'll add yeah, the shout, pictures of shout all out this. To <laughs> <laughs> um, right. yeah 
He was definitely one of my inspirations to actually choose economics as my major. Like he made that subject so interesting and everything. So I learned. I, I still am using his notes from mm-hmm. my second year at uni. It was that helpful. So if anyone's studying economics, make sure to keep Johnson's notes <laughs> on you. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. So he was a big help. So yeah, I'm not saying I didn't learn anything. In, school in indian system definitely there's so much to learn and uh, but mm-hmm. here in australia it's just that the system and learning is different it's more like application based you don't have to you know buy hard stuff and just spit it out in the exam you actually have to use that knowledge for like in real life yeah it's more when i say application based it's like exam there are exams but there's like major assessments and stuff that they'll that are very application based that they'll give you like a real life project which you have to do that you that is replicated from like a real life company you know that you do it at work or something in the future or just yeah. assessing real life stuff like yeah i remember my i was doing this this damn this assignment was such a pain <laughs> so basically i was like the the fed i think it's like a control the inflation rate and unemployment rate so in the assignment i basically had to you know lay out the whole framework of how i'm going to you know um control the inflation and unemployment of the country and that so there's it was basically like a game on but yeah it was a pain but it was super fun it's interesting right um yeah definitely definitely Thank so, so you chose something I'm interested in studying or else or else I just wouldn't be like into it at all. Right. And so your course yeah, right. is is it 3 years or 4 years or how is it the um it's it's 3 years so there's 6 mm-hmm. semesters two semesters per year. And I'm and, guessing you've completed 2 okay. years, right? Yeah, I have two more to go. I just completed my second one like yesterday. <laughs> Okay. Wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, pardon me with this. You mentioned you're done with two, but you have two left. Wait. One. Oh, left. I'm Wait. done with. I'm done with my second year. I have two more semesters left. One year ah, left. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. That's what. I'm, that's what. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> Something yeah. went wrong yeah, in the yeah, between. <laughs> semesters here. Yeah. Right. Makes sense now. I have something to ask like when you mentioned um when you mentioned on the lines of independence and I think um for coming from somebody who is who hasn't experienced their independence yet uh, yeah. it would be nice if you could elaborate that and end up independence apart from like earning money like you know there's there's a lot more to independence apart from earning money and I think uh, of, course, of course yeah, yeah. so I mean <laughs> for, like first of all like I think the first step about being independent is make your own bed <laughs> that's something i've followed since i came to australia that's like my you know my motto the first thing i do after i wake up is make my bed you know <laughs> in case you have a bad day you come back to home, you come back home well oh, yeah, that that bed i made it look at that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um from it's like the little things you go step by step step by step um like earning money is one thing and managing your money is another mm-hmm. thing you know of course yeah. i have my parents supporting but i don't i don't like that i don't like getting money from them i don't Absolutely. like to ask them oh i want to, i want to buy this so i need to ask them for money it's like 
I want to do that for myself, you know, even like food, cooking, cleaning. It's so, it's like I would have been, life here would have been so much easier if I learned that all back home. Right. But yeah. that's not, that's just not in our culture. I can't even like blame my parents. Oh, they didn't teach me shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you have servants, you have maids, they do all the, all the work for you. But here it's like, it was definitely challenging to learn all the, all these things. And Wait, so do you so prepare your own food? Do you prepare your own food? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I learned how to cook. Impressive. It was like, it, yeah, it, it took me a while. Like a person like me learning how to cook. If I can cook, anyone can trust me. <laughs> it was, I remember the times I used to learn how to cook. I had my mom on video call and she'd yeah. just tell me what to do. And I'll just be cooking. I'd like at the start, I messed up so bad, like how the dishes go wrong. It's like, I've come so far. It's like crazy to think. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And like making your own food and like, again, trying to be healthy as well. Like, you know, it will always be tempting to just go out and have fast food and stuff. That's what I did for a while when I first came here as well. I'd do the small things, but then on an overall scale, I'd just be eating out, you know, junk food and all that. And mm. it was it was kind of hard to like stop all that because some it's you're so lazy to to cook. I didn't know it takes like like three hours to cook, and you just eat it up in like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of the hard facts of life. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's like, you got to, again, time management as well. Like when to wake up, when to sleep, how, what time are you going to study? What time are you going to work? What time are you going to work on yourself? And, you know, social life, everything. That That is like managing all of that. Um, it's like independency has so many layers and you just can't bracket it into one thing. And everyone's journey is different. Mine I wouldn't say it was like where I am now, I'm proud of myself, but it definitely took a while and yeah. it was not easy. I'm still, I, uh, I'm st- I still, I think there's definitely, I could be a lot, a lot, a lot. No, I wouldn't say better. It's just a lot more development more for me. And <laughs> yeah, just day by day, I'm, <laughs> I'm growing and, you know, working hard. So yeah. Um, yeah I think, I, just, I think, the My one thing that you mentioned is the um, independent that has like multiple layers. Or something. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a very good thought because um, we feel, at least I personally feel as soon as I got into college, I think the first year I felt that now I'm mature. Now no one can teach me anything and I'm the king. So whatever, whatever I say and whatever I do, I feel like this is the, this is the only right thing and the only right way to do it. But only later did I realize that, no, there's a better way to do it now. I think this is something I should learn now. And so I feel it's like it's it's a process and it's the growth, yeah. right? That I think mm-hmm. that's one thing that comes from independence by itself is that you keep growing and you keep learning. And like you mentioned, small things. I think it's, it's part of the process that you keep learning through the independence stage. So, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, even if you're doing something wrong or I wouldn't say wrong if you're like you know messing up you always mm-hmm. have people cat you always have your parents or friends and family to you know back you up it's like you're never alone and if you feel alone definitely be talking to people and 
yeah that's something that helps a lot yeah and again like when you're all alone in a like here in australia i have no family at all like nobody i knew no one that was one of the other reasons that kind of <laughs> inspired me to come here you know i'm just all alone fresh start totally new me something something to i don't know if it inspires other people but yeah, it did inspire me um but yeah so that was definitely a challenge too but yeah i had to keep my i wanted health. to ask one thing i think but i wanted to ask one thing when you mentioned you know you're starting from scratch in a new country in a new place altogether when you're just you're just starting uh, from you know from day one back to square one you know where you, you just want to grow from day one right yeah, yeah. there comes a certain level of uh, th- yes that is insp- inspiring even to me it is it's it is very inspiring cuz like you you'd begin to take independent choices for yourself and you know stuff like that it's just things which you just mentioned right now but <laughs> there comes a level of uh, you know whatever culture shock that could have come along with it or you know for for example it could have been the other way as well it could have been you know something advantageous to you that that really worked with you that you had taken forward and it completely has come to your advantage in you in you know sorry in in australia so what were those things that you felt were like you know it's a it's a very thoughtful question cuz um it this is this comes very personal to everybody so mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean the well, you know of course australia is, has a completely different culture to like the middle east or india so when i went to australia like first thing i would say if anyone else is going to australia come to say keep an open mind definitely like if you have conservative right. feelings no matter what it is religious non religious like don't let that come into your way just keep an open mind which is like the like all i can say because you're going to see some stuff which is like totally different to what you used to in your life absolutely like yeah yeah definitely so i think there were a few a few definitely a few things that did surprise me although i don't know how much i can i can share in the podcast <laughs> so you guys won't get like i don't know keep put it up on youtube or something well yeah, i'll definitely <laughs> i just say what you know what i mean oh shit my mama was this <laughs> right yeah but yeah um what i can say is like australia is a super open country people are super straightforward um super independent super self growth of self focused as well as mm-hmm. like different to back home we are very family oriented we have like each yeah. other's back stuff and that family over here like half the people they're like divorced parents are charging their kids rent the the relationships mm-hmm. in parents and kids are so so different to what um <laughs> me and my parents or most of you know all of us have yeah that was definitely yeah. a big factor um like damn these guys are really like they're weird <laughs> you know you can think <laughs> that you know when you first see all these things and then again there's like um a big drinking culture here um you know even mm-hmm. um is related to you know that's completely taboo back home and in yeah. the middle and stuff like um 
you know, drug use and stuff. It's super common here. And it's okay. like, I think some places even have it legal to use cannabis, <laughs> like to have marijuana and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting, you know, it's like, and a lot of people are like, not even, it's like people support this. They're like, uh, they have a, you know, there's reasons for using stuff like that. I mean, obviously, I, I, I don't do it, by the way. Mom, I don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, as a whole, there's a lot of things here that I was definitely not used to. But keeping an open mind coming here definitely does help. Even now, like even I have friends that are from all over the world, pretty much. And everyone's got their own cultural stuff that are that is very unique to everyone. And Australia has their fair share of stuff like that. So, right. yeah, it was de- it's definitely something you have to get adjusted to. And I see a lot of people here when they come to Australia, like, let's, I wouldn't generalize, but uh, a lot of Indian people you only see with their community, a lot of, like, Chinese mm-hmm. people only see with their community. They don't integrate with each other. That's one thing I wanted to do. Like, <clears throat> if I'm going all the way across to a, a totally different corner of the world, I want to try to integrate to society. I want to try to, you know, be like learn their culture, be a part of like the whole society as a whole. And right. yeah, that's are you, something. Are you, are you willing to join the Indian culture back, or is it over now? That chapter is closed. Indian, Indian I, culture. I, I mean, would you be willing to come back to India? Or is Australia the new India for you? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you put, you I put like on after, a spot now. My chapter with India closed the moment I moved. I'm still Indian uh, in my heart. But living right. there is a challenge. <laughs> even like Oman, you know, you moved, I moved from India. And like Oman was so much, so much better. Like... It took me time to adjust in Oman as well. I was like, oh man, I, I hate this place. I want to go back home. But then after, when I got used to it, it was it's so much better, I, I feel personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lived in India long enough. I feel. Um, I think we all yeah, feel I mean, maybe, maybe, We all feel about Oman the same. It's very peaceful. It's very calming. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm muscular. I definitely want to come back soon. <laughs> but that's the good thing about Brisbane as well. It's um, it's similar to Muscat in that way. It's peaceful from where if you look at Sydney and Melbourne, they're like big metropolitan cities. Absolutely. And you know, they'd be similar to places like Dubai. Let's say Dubai, Mumbai. You know, mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Tell me something. Tell me something that's, about the college life, right? So. Um, for me personally, at least the colleges in America, um, party life uh, is given a grade. And a lot of people, in fact, pick colleges based on what grade colleges get on the party life in school. Right. And I'm sure. Party the, life. Yeah. The party culture of the college, actually. Yeah. So how is the party culture or the party life in, on your, in, in, in <laughs> Australia or in your college specifically? How is it? Is it, is um, it uh, <laughs> man? Uh, 
I party hard. <laughs> That's one of the, my favorite things about Australia is the party culture. Parties, mm-hmm. drinking, festivals, concerts. That is right. so, like, I really, really love that. And I really wish, I mean, I was in, at the legal age of 18 years. So ever since I came here, I've, I've been to, <laughs> like, I've tried to go to as many, you know, as much of, as many parties as possible. Um, obviously, you know, just on the weekends, not not disturbing yeah. my study yeah. and work and stuff. But yeah, definitely, there's a party culture is amazing here. Um, there's there's like a place. It's like it's called the Valley. There's basically mm-hmm. where all the nightclubs, pubs are. And then there's a lot of like even our uni they host events. There's basically like pub crawls and stuff like parties exactly. and beers. Semester. yeah yeah that's what i'm talking like, about yeah it's integrated into the university itself mm-hmm. like there we have a bar inside our university like and there's okay. so many events and yeah people are just like yeah I, i had a hard day at class i'll just go get a drink at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and some people just oh yeah I, I, the class is too hard i'll go get a drink before attending the class <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely won't advise to do that But right. yeah, party, the, the party culture is definitely like a lot more than what you'd see in, in the Middle East. And yeah, I'm all for it. And it's totally fine if um, someone's not. But yeah, literally everyone that comes here, definitely I highly recommend um, like going to these events. Even if like someone's not drinking, if you don't drink something, these are still social right. events. These are good for networking, making friends as well. Mm-hmm. um especially the uni hosted ones where it's all like sort of regulated no one's like too out of control yeah. <laughs> um so yeah definitely isn't isn't seafood one of the most um, it's like the prime cu- cuisines you get in australia like if you go to australia you have to have seafood or you haven't gone to australia people won't believe you've been to australia So is has seafood become the major part of your dining or is is it like the most important thing seafood uh i mean uh, not not really no uh asian food like thai cuisine um in thai especially thai cuisine korean japanese these are the cuisines that dominate literally everywhere you go you see like asian food so i definitely have a lot of a lot of that yeah i think but yeah definitely i think a lot of thai cuisine has has seafood in it right. so no middle east no lebanese food no egyptian Dude, food it's, it? it's hard to find here man there's like one one good there's not even one good indian place i found here there's one good pakistani place that's like so far off i have like this like a 20 minute car ride you have to travel oh, to go there But yeah, that's like a center and there's like this kebab place where you get like traditional Arab food and all that. I, I still feel like Arab food, Indian food, it's, it's definitely up there. It's, you know, nothing, nothing beats it's it. Up there. <laughs> nothing beats it. <laughs> But in Australia, yeah, Asian food super popular. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely, I'm still, I'm still not used to it, man. Like sushi is alright, but I don't I don't see what the big fuss fuss about it is. Everyone's so crazy about. I still sushi. haven't tried sushi, so I don't know how that. Yeah, it's 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 alright, man. Like it's 
not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it a fair few times. Like, yeah, man. If like once a month, I'll have it. That, that's about it. What is what is the original? Uh, what is what is the original food of Australia? Like uh, the food that's made in Australia. Original food. I mean, I mean, they, these guys don't have a lot. Oh, I don't know. I have. I'm probably <laughs> probably not well, but they, they have. Have you heard about meat pies? No, no, not at all. But do you know like normal pie, like apple pie or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I think this is only an Australian thing that so they have pies, but there's uh-huh. meat and beef, chicken, minced. Ooh. Yeah, I I've never. I think that's just an Australian thing. We'll and make it. We'll make so it now. Good. Now now it is now it is the Australian thing. Now we don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meat pies. Meat pies. Meat pies, pies is the new Australian cuisine. <laughs> Yeah, it's like definitely my favorite thing, and I think Australia is like a mix-up of all these European cultures. I don't know how mm-hmm. much of their own food they have, but I think on this break, um, like I'm, I'm gonna do either of two things. It's like top of my bucket list. Either it was to skydive mm-hmm. or to go scuba scuba diving. Mm-hmm. And there's an amazing place to okay. scuba dive up north in Australia. There's a place called Cairns. So mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. would have along the Great Barrier Reef. And it's dying, so might as well just do it before it dies. <laughs> right. So I'm going to send this video to your mom, and I'm going to say that your son's not coming to Muscat. He's going to all these places. <laughs> for the week. To- <laughs> oh, <Right>? man. <laughs> One of the main things is that, um, like, see, whenever we are, whenever anybody for that matters, like, um, even having a thought <laughs> to pursue academics abroad, right? Like abroad means outside India only. Like it's like, it's outside yeah, India. Yeah. So like how, how, one of the main things that come into picture is, you know, the the immigration over there. Uh, how, 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 what kind of the, what kind of, uh, what kind of thought process that you have been behind, you have, you have gone through behind, like behind the scenes. Because mm-hmm. um, everybody must have had a thought that okay, um, like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here for good. I'm not gonna come back. <laughs> Do you see yourself staying in U- in Australia for like a for a long time now? And, uh, yeah, I hope. I hope. Um, immigration policy again, man. They're like uh, the rest of the like the rest of them, they're pretty strict here. <laughs> yeah, like getting jobs and stuff, especially after graduation, it's not that easy. It's Difficult. Sydney, like there's a thing for permanent residency which you have to apply. There's there's a point system or something. Yeah. If you have enough points, you can get permanent residency. I think Sydney and Melbourne they already closed down their PR list, so you just can't get a PR there. But I think Brisbane, I think they're closing down as well, or maybe in a few years they will. There's still a few places like Gold Coast or like super. Like suburban towns, which would still yeah, give yeah. That's not where I want to live. I kind of want to live like I don't see myself living in Brisbane for a long time as well. I eventually wanted to move to either Sydney or Melbourne for a bit mm-hmm. of my. But uh, I think that puts me at an advantage because I I think I will eventually do my masters, and hopefully okay. I'll do that. Australia as well, so I think in that case you get um, you get more points for doing a bachelor's and then your masters. Mm-hmm. So the my rough estimated plan 
like how long I'm going to stay in Australia. I think I'm, I'm going to do three years of my education. And after that, I get two years of temporary residence where I can okay. work time, find jobs and stuff. Uh-huh. And um, after those two years, two or three years, I just want to work after I've done my bachelor's. And Correct. then I will decide about coming back to my master's. And th- that's the okay. crucial. Because I think for Australia's PR, there's certain list of jobs that give you a PR and that doesn't give you a PR. It depends on what, um, what point of life I am at that point. You know, I might not do my master's here. I might go back somewhere or somewhere else. I don't know. It depends. But what I plan right now, I, I love it here. So I would love to, I hope I would love to do my master's here in like three years from now. But yeah, I, I might, if that's the case and I want my PR, I'd probably pick a line. Like, I think right now, medical is up there, finance, yeah, um, chefs, cooks, all that. These are the jobs that are listed. Correct. And engineers as well. These are the jobs that are listed up top for mm-hmm permanent residency so i'll see which lines of something i'm interested in um, is open then uh then definitely yeah i'll try to go go on that line <laughs> yeah or else someone can sponsor you like if you're exceptional at companies and stuff they just sponsor your visa and, and everything yeah. and that's right. and another good thing about australia is like you can do your bachelor's in something and you can do your master's uh-huh. in something totally different can it doesn't have to be related at all yeah yeah here in, i can do my master's in like science and so something if i want to like i'm doing international oh. business and economics i can go a completely different line like marketing or i mean th- that is still kind of similar but you get the, but that's I still get what similar you're but yeah i get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. saying yeah yeah right. it's right. like it's weird because in india it does, it's not possible to do all that <laughs> yeah Right. Yeah. Makes that sense. was one interesting thing as well that I noticed here. <laughs> right. right. The flexibility of the the flexibility yes. of the yeah. curriculum. Yeah. But a lot of people here don't pursue their masters. Yeah. It's not very popular. Yeah. It's it's true. It's not very popular uh, across like apart from India. It's not very popular anywhere else. Yeah. India is like you know, got to everyone's got to do their masters at least. Like what? Here <laughs> people like they drop out of high school even. and bad people that are actually serious like not 80% of the people that go to uni like want to do something going that direction they're actually serious about uni so they do that and then like there's a tiny percentage of people that do their masters mm. and then phd's and all that yeah like if like obviously those who want to do it will do it but yeah it's interesting how different it is because yeah. i've seen a few of my friends are doing their masters and most of the students that are doing the masters are basically international students there's hardly yeah. any australians so, in there it's only international students and we have got this hunger for knowledge <laughs> to pull them back and it's it's crazy because here people are living more than good enough lives just by doing the bachelor's or not even the bachelor's some people don't mm-hmm. do any degree at all and they're living comfortably is, yeah. is melbourne is melbourne the education hub as as most people also know it by it's like most universities or most master yeah, melbourne courses. melbourne got the 
a really good university. They've got Monash, I think ANU is there as well, and Sydney yeah. as well. They've got UCSD, University of Sydney, University of New mm-hmm. South Wales. Those are like big, big unis. Right. Brisbane's got University of Queensland. I think these mm-hmm. are the universities that are in Australia's top six. They're called the Big Six. Right. And these are correct. Because right. okay. so yeah, if you're amongst them, like it's it's obviously advantageous. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm in the university which is a like a rival university to University of Queensland. There's a there's a big rivalry going on between <laughs> the two. <laughs> right. Yeah. To end things on a high note, I think uh, this is this is the last question that I want to ask. I think to really end things on a high note is like. what would you have done any differently if like if you had begun the entire process all together once again what would you have done any differently like looking back cuz like yeah. i i know this is a very um, deep question to us knowing that the the reason i am asking this to you is because you've not come back you've not come back from uh, australia like you've been independent all the way through your even to the entire covid situation and i think that's very impressive and i think there's a lot of thoughtful retrospection having you must you must have gone through the center thing so yeah i think uh, i'm very i'm excited to know your answer with that yeah yeah we've been we've been asking this questions to i guess i guess everyone on everyone who's on board with us this question is the must that what what is something but that like everybody's just everyone has some perfect in india or at least you know coming back coming back home that co- there's a there's a question of people coming back home and mm-hmm. i think amir is the only one person who has not come back and he's i don't think i don't <laughs> think he's going to come back soon our <laughs> <laughs> I mean, video calls are good enough look at that we're almost together <laughs> yeah for sure you explain this to me i feel like <laughs> <laughs> I, i remember telling my parents oh mom dad you should come here instead of me coming back <laughs> <laughs> easy very easy but uh yeah go so ahead. convenient <laughs> <laughs> um so like one thing definitely from a young age i think i was um forced into doing things that were supposed to be good for me and i was mm-hmm. not doing i actually enjoyed so that's why when i was young i underperformed in school as well and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um and it was it was I was I was that bad at school that I was about to repeat fourth grade. Okay. Yeah. My pa- yeah, my father was like, "Oh, this guy is so dumb. He's going to do fourth grade." It's like um it's again, that was a blessing in disguise. If I repeated fourth grade, I probably would have missed on my board exams and stuff. and I would have never come to look, look at how crazy that is <laughs> but then, yeah, but then you up, said you said that it forced you right like this this is the thing that forced you and that's why you weren't able to do something back in the primary grade or something yeah i mean it's just uh, going against uh what i'm actually interested in like following my interests was something i don't uh, back at the young age i don't think i had the option to and i think uh, i chose um commerce in 11th which was mm-hmm. like my own decision that was something i wanted to mm-hmm. as something i took in an interest in uh it was like totally my decision as well and my parents were like totally supportive it was super cool 
super cool to see that. <laughs> and a lot of parents, yeah, exactly. And again, coming to Australia as well, taking my own decisions, not, I mean, of course, listening to others, taking advice, that is super important. But at the end of the day, you got to do what you feel is right. And I Definitely. think um, even now, oh, this is like not totally from an educational point of view. This goes a bit personal, like in life as well. Mm. I think I'm more of, I was at least, or I still m- maybe am a bit of a people pleaser. Like mm-hmm. I, I would oh. do this to please other people or I would, um, you know, I would, I would, I would get peer pressured. I would put other people before I would put myself. And um, that's definitely needed changing. And I think I have worked on that on myself, <laughs> putting that big aspect, that's putting good. myself first, putting my interests first um, and knowing like, oh, this is what I want and I'm going to go for it because this is what I want. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not right, like, of course, I, w- I would still ask my friends, my family before taking a big decision or even small decisions. I talk to my friends about like basically everything. But yeah, um, listening to your gut, going after what you want and just putting yourself forward is um, something I would have loved to I think, do. I think, we made, I think we made Ahmed a little more emotional. As soon as this went deep, man. I, I thought I, I almost thought he's gonna start crying. Now I was like, let's end this. Nah, man. <laughs> Only crying was left now, you know. It's really left. You know? <laughs> I could I could see the tears <laughs> from 720 pixels. <laughs> like I would have said something surfacey. I would have been like, oh yeah, there's obvious the obvious things. Like yeah, I would have you know learned to <laughs> right. clean my room, cook, and all that. That's the obvious <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> But this is something that's affected me really deeply. I know, like, if I did this from a young age, I would, yeah. I would be a lot better. Like, absolutely, a lot better as a person. You know? Yeah. And I think one yeah. thing, uh, drawing from your experiences, uh, from your experience, is that the whole pers- the whole prospect of having gone through the, um, you know, the independent life makes you think that way, and it makes perfect sense. I think uh, to to summarize in a more you know, to 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 put a full stop to the whole to the thoughtful emotion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> emotion behind it, you know. I think yeah. the, I think it's because yeah. there's a coming out of coming out of the the shell of our parents. Yeah, <laughs> so like coming out of the shell from our parents, it's like it's it's we are on our own, right? So um, putting yeah. ourselves as first priority actually makes a big deal once you are not with yeah. your parents anymore. And yeah, I think when you're with like, your parents, you end up thinking a little more for others. You have that space. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying like, oh, just don't give a, don't give a damn about anyone else. It's just like, right. you know what you are. of difference. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely something, 100% something for me. I should, I really hoped, I wish I did this when I was young. But yeah, I mean, better late than never. So, thank you, thank you so much for joining with us, Amit Ray. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. We, Thanks so much for I having me. We kept man. you waiting for fun. A yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was it was yeah, sweet for you to join all the way from Australia because I know you know the time differences could be could be a little challenging. 
That's why. Also, I think you guys struggle more. It's like 3:30 here. 3:30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that one. It must be like morning, like what? Yeah, nine, it's still nine. morning. Yeah. Yeah. Around that. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think so, sir. Yeah, 9:30. Oh, 9:30. Yeah. But uh, thanks for coming. Um, thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for. Thank you thank you everyone for watching the episode